What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sam Sports Talk podcast. This is episode 46. I think it's the 16th episode of season four, something like that, because we've been going for a while. Um, the co-hosts are not here with me, but I have the co-hosts of the soon baseball podcast. We are here. Uh, Ethan and Jake are with me. Ethan, what's going on, brother? How you doing? What's up, Sam? Uh, as of an hour ago, I got into Texas Tech University, Reckham Tech. The man, let's Patrick. go! Patrick Mahomes University. Patty Mahomes. Let's, let's go, go, baby. Let's go. So proud of my guy. Let's get it, man. And Jake Belly, what's going on, kid? How are you? What's up? I'm doing good, man. Congrats on Texas Tech. It's that's a legit deal right there. Yes, sir. Fantastic, brother. I'm happy Bump. for you. Um, however, I do have to somber the mood because we have to talk about what happened in baseball. We're here. We're gonna recap the LCSs. We're gonna give you guys a little bit of a baseball preview. For the World Series. Um, so let's just start it off. I'm going to let you guys go for like 15 minutes and just talk about it. Um, let's start with the Dodgers. Who wants to go first? Go ahead. I got you. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we actually break down the series, I got so much to say about like how I just find it, found it so funny how much people were rooting against the Dodgers. And it was like every time they lost the game, it was <clears throat> Dodgers lose, America wins. And like, it's just so funny to me how much people hate them because of like their fan base or they find some reason to call last year's ring fake. And I'm like, it, here's the thing. If you're going to say the Dodgers won in the easy, it took them the easiest season ever to win a ring. Do they not realize that they're making it sound worse for their team because their team couldn't win in the easiest season ever. Easy air quote, easiest season ever. And like, I mean, a ring is a ring. Every team played 60 games. It's not like 2017 where one team was cheating, the other wasn't. I, who knows if the Dodgers were cheating? That's another topic. But, I mean, come on. Like, dude, just just shut up. I mean, you, you're really going to still use this argument. And I think, if anything, this season proved that the Mickey Mouse argument is dumb because three of the four teams went back to the LCS. And I think, really, what happened here with the Dodgers is injuries, pitchers ran out of gas, hitters ran out of gas. I think that giant series in general just killed the entire team. And when you play a, in a world series like environment in the first round of the MLB playoffs, I think it's going to definitely take a toll on you not to discredit the Braves. I think the Braves just outplayed them in every single way too. And I think that I don't think the giants would have beaten the Braves. And I think even if the Dodgers were fully healthy, the Braves probably would have still taken them to seven, but I would have had the Dodgers winning. Okay, disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I think, I think for me, it's it's always tough when you see the Dodgers. They're they're so good throughout every season, obviously, but then they get to the playoffs and and it's just a different game. It's a different game in the playoffs. That's really all it is. Like you're not seeing, you know, some guy that got called up from AAA. You're not seeing some reliever that has a couple innings. Like you're seeing the best of the best at all times. So when you have like like a perfect example is when. Um, I think Belly hit that ball and they went up or they were down, they're down what four, two in that, in that game, five game, six, mm -hmm. second, third, nobody out. And they go three straight strikeouts. And it's like, that's, that's because you're seeing a dude on the mound in this situation where in game 110, you might just be seeing some guy and you go strikeout double pop up. And now you got two runs out of it. But I mean, they got up there and it was the same approach. It was that big swing trying to kind of leave the yard on a guy. It's like, just punch a ball through a hole, find some grass and score one or two and tie the game up. But, but that's not who the Dodgers are. That's not who they ever are. They're always go up there and let it fly. So when you do that and get to the playoffs, it's kind of a lose lose because you're not going to score the same amount of runs because pitchers are, are on it. Bullpens. If there's 10 guys, you're going to see the same four because they're the best and it's winter go home most of the time. And it's like, you're not going to see those nine, 10 bullpen guys you know, down the road. So when you when you have that approach, it's, I feel like it, in the playoffs, it's a lose-lose because number one, your approach is going to take a hit that there's going to be less home runs, less extra base hits. You're going to have more strikeouts. And then on top of it, like if you try to change the approach, you're not going to be able to change your approach after 162 games. So you just kind of put yourself in this, like, you got to trust it. And if it works, it works. You're, I mean, the only way the Dodgers are ever going to win is if they out hit people. Yeah, that's it. That's the only way they're going to win. That's what they did last year. They outed everybody and, and it was nice, but the, you put yourself in like kind of like a one dimensional mode of how to win a ball game. You know, Bueller pitched well, gave up one bad pitch to Rosario and freaking brutal, brutal. But 
what are you going to do? You know? So I think, I, I just think their ways of chipping back in games are pretty limited. And then once they go down like that, it's, they need that three run bomb right there. Cause they're not going to get the single or double because that's what they're swinging for. So I don't know. That's what gets me about them. And I just think you're seeing the best of the best on the mound in the playoffs. And when you're big swing and miss guys, it's good luck. Yeah. It was kind of, God, sorry. It's kind of weird because the biggest guy who had issues with that swing and miss thing you're talking about was Cody Bellinger. But honestly, I would say he was probably him and Chris Taylor were the best hitters and through the postseason run. I mean, mm -hmm. what you notice with belly through these kind of like July, August, September months, he was trying to go up there and send that ball 500 feet every at bat where as soon as he got to the postseason, he's healthy. He's just looking to go up the middle, hit these line drives and singles. And, you know, a lot of his base hits were singles. He, he's yeah. just looking to get on base and even deliver. I mean, he, the game, the, the tying hit he had in game six, I mean, he's just, he's hitting against the shift. He puts it the other way. He gets on, he, it, that was perfect hitting by Bellinger. And I think if the Dodgers hit like that throughout the series and stopped trying to go for the long ball, and they just played situational baseball, they would have won the series. And I, I think, a lot of people jump to conclusions to blame Dave Roberts as soon as they could. I don't think Dave Roberts made every decision correct. I think putting Urias in game two was fucking stupid. Um, I think he, but I think he managed the bullpen as best as he could through the home the homestand. I mean, you're in a situation where you don't have Clayton Kershaw anymore. Like you have to run a three man rotation in October. That's not an easy thing to do. You have, you had to overwork these guys in the previous series to do whatever you could to get to the NLCS. And I applaud him for that. He did whatever he could to beat the giants. And I mean, I'm more satisfied of getting to the NLCS and having beaten San Francisco. I would have been really pissed off if they lost to the giants. I would have never heard the end of it, but I mean, Bueller, I mean, Scherzer, his arm is dead and can't throw game six. Now you got to lean on Bueller for short rest. And I think Bueller did everything he possibly could to help him stay in the game. He threw, Bad pitch to Rosario. I, he probably should have gone with the breaking pitch, but people are saying like, why did Roberts take out Bueller then? I mean, I think what should have happened then was he, they intentionally walk Rosario, bring in Alex Vesia to face Freeman, and you take a gamble on it. But leaving Bueller in to face Rosario and finish off the inning, no, it's not a terrible decision. You have Walker Bueller, who's been one of the best pitchers in the postseason of the past three years. Roberts did fine. Robert, stop saying fire Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts is one of the reasons the Dodgers are the Dodgers. I mean, that guy manages his players better than anyone. And I, I posted a video about this about an hour ago. I had watched the interview after the game. I finally got an opportunity to watch that today. And the, the guy asks him about Belly's bounce back, and he, he just smiles. It, it's, it's beautiful to watch. I'm not trying to sound corny or anything, but, I mean, he just, he just smiles and has a really good look on his face because he just had been waiting for belly to bounce back like this. And he loves his guys and players more than any other manager in baseball does. I agree. I agree. I think, I think he did a good job. I think at some point, like, yeah, it's win or go home. It's win. But at some point you got to like, if you don't win at all, it's considered a failure. Like if you don't win the world series, you didn't win it. And you got to set not. them up to go, Hey, I don't think it is either. I'm just saying, like, for a team like the Dodgers this year with all the injuries and adversity to get where they did, to do what they did was, to me, it was unbelievable. It was good for them. And you can talk about, you know, obviously you see it flying around all over our social medias right now, buying teams, buying championships. Like, this is baseball. This isn't, this isn't basketball where you build the Warriors and, and you're going to win because it's basketball and it's based off athleticism. And like, these guys are just better. Like, this is baseball. I don't care how good you are. It takes luck. Like you got to be lucky. You can't, you, you got to hope you don't hammer 10 baseballs and they go right to somebody. You got to hope four of them find a gap or, I mean, it's so to buy a team in baseball. Sure. And it's, uh, and it's a business. This is what you do. You buy what you need to buy to win. And if you can afford it, good for you. If you can't, oh, well, like are these same people, like do these same people not go to Walmart and they shop at big lots? Cause they're like, fuck Walmart. They have too much money. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, You know what I mean? It's a business. It is what it is. So I don't, I think they did a great job, but like you said, at some point, you know, for these guys, it's especially the Dodgers and the Yankees, it's world series or bust. Like that's just the way it is year in year out. So at some point you got to take that chance of like, 
sending somebody in that says this might not be the short-term decision, but this is the long-term play where if this works, we are set up better to win the world series versus just win tomorrow or today. So I don't know if that's ever a situation where they got to, but I think about that a lot. The, the win today versus win the whole thing kind of mentality when you're going into the playoffs and, and who knows, but I agree. I think, I think Dave did a good job. I think the Dodgers had a good season for everything they went through. They were, I thought it was good. Yeah. I think honest. Go on. <laughs> Sorry, I just I want to tap in here for a sec. You guys are going at it. Um, to to Jake's point, um, I do I the video that you posted the other day, Jake, about the the buying championships mentality, and you know, like Ethan, what you said earlier with the uh, uh, Dodgers lose, America wins kind of thing. I think it's the dumbest fucking thing in baseball. I think it's incredibly stupid um, because if the Orioles went out and won a championship, we would all be happy for them because they don't have money and they do that kind of stuff and whatever, but. Yeah. It, it's realistically just a poorly run business compared to what these other big money franchises do because they shell out their money and they want to win championships and do that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's literally just the precedent that these teams are better because they have the money. And in some cases it's not true. And, and, and we've talked about it multiple times. A lot of these teams, their talents are homegrown. They're, they're, they've have been able to bring up their players through the farm systems and grow them. Like the Dodgers is a fantastic example of that. And they didn't have the luxury to spend, you know, on three different players that are going to help them get to a championship. So it's dumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my friend is a big nationals fan. And I mean, he was last year that like right after the nationals got eliminated from playoff contention, or it was around that time he gives me a phone call and he was like, yeah, this season shouldn't count. And I was, I, he was, like, talking about how he's like, yeah, I would never want my team to win it all this season. And I'm like, is this a coincidence that you're just telling me this right after the Nationals got eliminated? And he's mm -hmm. like, he's like, no, I told you this at the beginning of the season. I'm like, no, you fucking didn't. Are you kidding me? I would have screenshotted it or remembered it. And, uh, I mean, th this, kid's a, this kid's a close family friend and stuff. Um, and we we're, were on vacation this summer. And – it was so funny because we just got into nonstop arguments about the nationals and Dodgers and cause they live in, they live up in DC or up near DC. So we were at a nationals game and stuff. And that's the, my profile picture. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, constantly his, his little brothers like calling them the, the Mickey mouse Dodgers, the Dodge Mickeys. And I'm like, he makes the same argument saying like, yeah, I told you at the beginning of the season. I'm like, no, you no, you did it. I'm like, it just, it becomes a difference in story when your team, when it's not about your team. But like, we all know if all these fans, like, let's say, um, I, I don't know, the Giants went out and spent all this money and these Giants fans who get mad at the Dodgers for spending money, they wouldn't be saying a thing because it, then it happens to you. Once it's about your team, the narrative changes. But I mean, I feel like, and people know based on the stuff I've said that if I like, if I was a fan of, I don't know, the Rays, I would still be respecting the Dodgers and not complaining and bitching about them spending money. I mean, it's just, it's, they home grow the talent. They have, like you said, Sam, they have the luxury to be able to spend money. Why not do it? It's a business. Like Jake said, you've got to spend money to win. I mean, I think that is kind of a partial reason why the Rays, you can't, rely on this whole little advanced analytics system to get you a world series. I mean, it's going to get you, it's going to get you a regular season a successful regular season, but eventually you got to sign veterans. You got to sign some big name at some point. And I think, I think really the whole big takeaway from this postseason has been, you're not going to win every year. Like baseball is the hardest sport to repeat in. We've seen it. The last time we saw it was with the Yankees. Right. And, that was probably one of the greatest dynasties we've seen in major league history. The Yankees mm -hmm. have had unbelievable dynasties. And I mean, look at it this way. The nationals that won in 2019, their team completely fell apart immediately. I think also that has to do with that. They don't, I don't think they have a very good front office. I think, I mean, who the fuck signed Steven Strasburg over Anthony Rendon, but that, that's just all you really needed to know how that team fell apart immediately. And I'm like, although I would give them credit they did have like a pretty old team other than Juan Soto and Turner. Like that team was getting up there in age. They, they won when they needed to, but I mean, I, I don't really understand all why they traded Trey Turner because I feel like they're in another two or three years, they're going to be back playing 500 ball. I think, I don't really think the pieces we gave up for Turner were really going to help us that much. So I, I don't, 
besides the point, it's it's hard to consistently win in baseball. And if you if you consistently have winning seasons, you're gonna become the villain like the Dodgers have been. And it's not it's not basketball where like I mean you see the Lakers built the super team and now they're already title favorites. Like it's that it's not basketball. They fucking that, suck. Yeah. We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> that's for that's they're for another fucking, day. They're fucking but, terrible. I don't want to talk about it. Look, the, the Warriors <laughs> made the finals five straight years because they they had a good team, and it's just like if you have a couple good guys in basketball, you're gonna make the finals. It, super teams work consistently in basketball. Super teams work most years in baseball. Like you will get at least one title out of it, I think, and I think. Really, the 90s Braves don't look as bad now because of the – I think the Dodgers, the 2010s Dodgers have gone on to show and, like, that it, it, you're not – you can't win every year. You can make the playoffs and give yourself a chance. You can be – I think the this little stretch the 90s Braves went on in the 2010s Dodgers, it's, a, it's more impressive now because you can see – Base winning consistently, it's going to be really hard. Winning titles consistently is going to be incredibly hard to do, but you winning consistent seasons, that's capable of doing, and it's impressive. Mm. It's because superstars in baseball are not superstars in every other sport. Look at look at the Dodgers roster. You can add it all up and go, okay, it, against the Braves, are you taking Justin Turner at the time at third base, or are you taking freaking Riley? Who are you taking? Riley. No doubt about it. Even Seager and and uh, what's his name? Swanson. I'm taking Seager, but that's a toss up. Those are two unbelievable dudes. Mm-hmm. Like you go to second base, like obviously you're going to take Turner over there. But you look at all of it and you got Even Rosario. Like how Freeman many Braves, and Muncie. Yeah. Like how many Braves would you I would have probably taken half the Braves over half the Dodgers in that series. And the Dodgers are the super team. It's like, no, this is baseball. Like your superstar is going to get up four times a game. And if, if there's nobody on base, it doesn't fucking matter if he hits a solo shot down by five. Or if your pitcher goes six good innings and gives you up a zero and comes out of the game, you still got three other innings to figure out with the, with 10 other guys out of the pen. Like, it's not like you got James Harden scoring 50 a night. Like, that just isn't the way it goes. It's not comes down to a one-point possession and you got Kevin Durant. Like, you're probably going to win that game. You need to hit a three-pointer. You got Steph Curry. Good for you. It's just a different ball game like a good example of a superstar doing his thing was when Scherzer came and closed that game out mm, that was nice to in. have a, that was nice to have a superstar on your roster that could come give you one inning but it took eight innings of that game just to get him in that position so I don't know it's, it's just different you stack up any of these guys they're all so good that I think the the superstar level is you're talking about a dude that hits 310 with 40 bombs and the guy that's not a superstar is hitting 295 with 20 bombs like is that really that much of a difference when you're talking about a seven game series mm. probably not so i don't know that's why i think baseball like you said it's just a hard it's not like any other sport yeah so after that let's flip um we'll talk about the braves a little bit i mean i just you you got to give this team all the credit in the fucking world you, you yeah. got to give the team all the credit or world i mean thank the cleveland indians like what the mm-hmm. fuck like Tyler Matzik yeah. pitching nine out of ten games in a postseason so far, I think is incredible. Um, yeah. Eddie Rosario, you know, virtually unknown to people who don't watch baseball, and now might be the best hitter on the planet in the playoffs. <laughs> uh, I mean, and this is still a team that's doing it without Acuna, and you beat the Dodgers. You know, I just yeah. I think it's incredible. I think this team should go to the moon, and we're all we're we're all now rocking with the Braves. Because we're all Braves fans now because fuck the Astros. And I'm going to say that on this podcast, and I don't really care about it. Fuck the Astros. Chop on. Let's go. I agree. Chop on, baby. Chop on, baby. For the A. For the A. Young, <laughs> thick, Dansby. I think. Ozzy. I mean, I think you got you to gotta look at the Braves front office here and think about how damn impressive it is. Because they they lose Acuna, and they're like, you know, we, we still got a chance to make the postseason. Who – when Acuna got injured, how many people do you think said the Braves were going to make the World Series? Nobody. Nobody. No, no, bro. No one. And this front office, they go and they recreate their outfield. They get Duvall back. They got this power hitter. They get Rosario. <laughs> they get Jock Peterson, who's probably one of the – he's still one of the best October hitters. October, baby. Like, you could – and the thing is, they gave up, like, chicken scratch for it. Like, mm-hmm. who like, Who the fuck gave – they gave up some, like – in minor league first baseman for Peterson, they gave up Pablo Sandoval for Rosario. They gave up probably some prospect for Adam Duvall. I mean, that's that's insane. And, you know, now you think about it, in Acuna, I mean, 
I'm scared of the Braves, like just for the not just because of this series, but like the future because they have Rosario Duvall, and they they can keep they can probably keep these guys and then put Acuna back in the outfield. I don't think Peterson's going to sign with well, them. These for guys, year. the guys that they traded for were basically a bunch of rentals, essentially. Yeah, but like, now these these guys have been raking for him. Like, why not keep? He, after what Rosario just did, you got to keep him. The fans love him. Yeah. He's been insane for your team. Like, I, I he's a pretty good defender. I'm, am I right about that? Or yeah, yeah. And I mean, Duvall's an amazing power hitter to have in that lineup. I mean, he's not gonna be, um, like Vlad Jr. But I mean, a middle bottom of the order guy who's gonna give you 30 homers a season. Count me in. That's just that's good management. That's um, that's a good job by the front office and you you can't discredit it at all i mean to lose acuna and just rebuild the outfield and make the world series again uh, not again make the world series that's that's impressive i think rosario might get done after this season and go get himself a bag that's where my heart is with that one i think he's going to want to get paid after putting on this show you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i agree i agree he he will and maybe who knows who's going to pay him but he will these guys like you said, and you don't know, like, all the pieces behind the scenes of all of this. Like, how good is their manager to, like, create this, this – you get all these guys midseason, you lose a dude, you lose your dude, and you keep your team up. You pick up a few guys, and you keep your team excited about baseball and feeling good about things, and all of a sudden you're in the World Series. When I looked at the betting odds, they were up – what were they up? Two to, two to nothing or two to one on the Dodgers? Did they ever go 2-0? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they were 2-0. Yeah. Yeah. So they go 2-0 on the Dodgers, and I'm looking at the betting odds, and they're still the underdogs to win the series. And it's like these guys from the start, I mean, they, they were never supposed to be here. Unless you listen to our first podcast when I told you they would make it happen. You know what? And you, I think you <laughs> he did. He called it. I think he you called did. it. Um, I had no idea they'd be this We far, called bullshit I, on you. <laughs> I yeah, we told were, you. I don't we know were why. disgusted. But. But looking at it now, it's wild, dude. I mean, they're just – this is baseball. I think this is what – this is what you get almost every year. You get – there's usually two favorites, obviously, from each division to make it to the World Series, and usually one of them does, and the other one's a fucking out-of-left-field team, like the Braves. And you have the Astros, who all year long were expected to be here. And then you have the Braves, who nobody even put them on a radar, especially after Acuna goes out. So – that's why I like this, man. It's always, it's always seems like it's this way. I looked at it the other day after everybody's talking about payrolls and all this. I wish I would have brought it. I just had, I wrote out a little bracket just based off um, payrolls. And it was like number one versus 12. And I mean, you look at it, you're like, okay, there's the highest payroll. There's the fourth, there's the seventh highest. And then it goes like 10, 12, 26 with the raise. Like it, there's money, but this is also baseball. Like you got to go out and like we just talked about, you got to win the game. So how do you, and I know the Braves have a little bit of money, but you're talking about a team that should have never been here. Yeah. And they're, they're, I mean, I, I don't know what the odds are on this, but I bet they're pretty damn close. If you go bet that the Astros to win the series, it's probably going to be minus 110, pretty close to even. Yeah. Which is awesome. I think it's awesome. And I like the Braves in this series, to be honest with you. You know what? And before we move to that, obviously we have to talk about the AOCS and then we'll pop right to the World Series. Um, but did we what what did we call last week? Did we call Red Sox or Astros? I don't remember. I called Astros in six. Were you the only one that called Astros or did me and Jake call Red Sox? You guys both called Red Sox. I might have said Astros in seven. Uh I said they would go up 3-2, and then I think I might have said Evaldi would shut him down in game six, but Houston would take game seven. I don't remember what I said. All I remember is that I said Astros would win it, and I because I, I, I remember I said they had the playoff experience, and I said Boston's – I think I might have said something like Boston's offense was going to maybe take a little slow toll and that Houston was just going to pile on a bunch of runs. I mean, Evaldi did drop thick in game six. He still had a great start. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, but Boston's offense turned into the five, Dodgers. five. What well, they have five hits in two games. It was bad. after the yeah. absolute against the Astros. Against the Astros the pitching. That's what I'm worried about in the World yeah. Series. I, I yeah, they, I, don't know, I was all I was all over Boston because they were hot. And I'm, I, yeah. at the end of the season, like you see a team get hot, and you think like that's all it takes. It takes talent, sure, but that hot <sighs> team is a team. So they just. 
Yeah, they just straight fizzled. See you later. It was nice banging the ball around the yard for three games. We're out. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't buying in on them. I just I knew I, I said in like June the Astros would return to the World Series. I mean, you gotta look at that. I mean, they have they have so much experience and I was not gonna take the Red Sox over them any day. I would I, the Red Sox kill up three two, three one, and I would still have Houston winning. And they they're down two one and I'm not a not a huge deficit, but they won three straight and knocked them out. Yeah. Yes, they did. I got I love Dusty. I'm happy for him. Oh, Dusty Baker's an amazing guy, an amazing manager. I mean, how do you you gotta give him so much props for coming into like that situation where your guys just all got caught cheating and you manage them to the ALCS in your first year, your second year, you get them back there, and then you get into the World Series. Like yeah. you could I fucking hate the Astros. I hate their guts. I have zero respect for most of those for those four guys who are still on the team. But you can't like call them bad. They're not bad baseball. Those guys are really good baseball players, whether they're cheating or not. Can you respect them? No, you can't. They did some horrible things for baseball. They were not sorry about it, but they're they're a really good baseball team. Carlos Correa is a badass. I mean, I, I don't want to say many good things about him, but that guy holds himself well. That guy was just telling everyone, we're going to be back. We know you hate us, but we're going to keep showing why we're one of the, why we're still the best team in the American League. And they've done it. A lot of people were writing them off and counting them out as soon as the cheating scandal broke. They were saying they need trash cans to be good. And, you know, they've just every game gone and proven people wrong. And I got to, I can respect them for that. I can't respect them for their actions. Yeah. And I a hundred percent agree. It's kind of to the point that I made last week about, yeah, I just, I don't respect the, the players that are there, but you know, I got to tip the cap at a point because they're a good baseball team. You know what I mean? Like they're dealing they're, they're The guys that they have out there pitching right now are dudes that half of us don't even fuck with who they are. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know who so Luis Garcia seeing, was till the series. Yeah, we're used to seeing fucking Verlander and Granky, and obviously Garrett Cole when he was there, and McCullers, who was hurt for that series, who was hurt for the CS, and is not going to pitch in the World Series now because he's still hurt. And they're getting the fucking job done. Like, Framber Valdez is incredible, you know? Yeah. Garcia yeah. is great, you know? And, and it's it's <laughs> incredible. The Astros bullpen has been great, um, but the, the Red Sox fizzled. That's the bottom line. That's all it is. Yeah. So. Yeah, they did. I, I think they really did. That's why I'm interested to see, like, because uh, I'm the same. I'm right there with you guys. I, we all talked, I think, earlier in this series about how we just couldn't respect the Astros and guys that are there, but you do have to. It's a different year. It's, it is what it is. They're, they're good. They're there for a reason. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't, I'm interested in this series because the Braves have been, the, uh, in my opinion, the best team in the playoffs as far as their defense is fucking nuts. They don't, their defense is unbelievable. Their offense is clicking. They just don't make mistakes. Their, their pitchers have been good. You look at Houston who, you know, they looked very shaky against Boston. And then you look at that and kind of go, okay, did Boston fizzle out and just shit the bed or did, or was Houston that good? I don't know. I mean, Boston's ABs in the last two games were, were terrible. You know, to the tone of it, um, I did hear a point, you know, talking about the Red Sox and how, how great they were. Um, they did hit three grand slams in two games, <laughs> to be completely fair. So three swings got them 12 runs. So yes. realistically, they were good because they were hitting grand slams, and that's great, but it's three swings. They weren't collectively yeah. putting together hits. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's just something to think about. That's where yes. I've been comparing them to the Braves because, like, I mean, I, I'm Kiki Hernandez had a great postseason, but honestly, how many of those, like, hits and home runs were in clutch situations? They were – I'm pretty sure maybe three of the five were, like, when they were up by a couple runs already. Yeah. And yeah. if you look at yeah, Eddie early Rosario – Early in the game. Every single one of his hits that I can at least think of, they did something to heavily impact the game. He ruined any chance of the Dodgers coming back in game four. The the night before, or he had that leadoff homer in game four. The day before, I'm pretty sure he had another big hit. Game two had the walk-off. Game one, he had – game two, but he had a four-hit game. I mean, game six, I, I, I don't need to go on. But, I mean, every single hit he had was huge and in some type of huge spot where I think – the Red Sox, they were just piling on runs when they were already up and when they needed to get runs on a clutch situation. 
they couldn't capitalize. And that's just where I think Houston's postseason experience really came into play. PK hit five home runs and had nine RBIs in the entirety of the playoffs, which is like in ridiculous. And it's not like that. Those are the only extra base hits that he was hitting. He, he had five home runs and he only had nine RBIs. I think that's incredible. Like for reference, like he hit like 441. Kyle Tucker hit 270, has hit 275 in the playoffs and has 15 RBIs in the playoffs. 15? So, yeah, 15. Shit. Yeah. So it's as like a team, hard. they were not hitting well. They weren't. No. Outside no, of I, a few key guys, and that's it. That's why I think it'll be interesting because I, I think the Braves, like we just kind of said, they've just played clean baseball. They've done enough to win, and they've done enough on both sides. It's not like they got blown out by the Dodgers one time, but they've just done enough on the mound. They've done enough defensively. They've done enough at the plate. And it's, there is no like real swings, like big swings as far as, Oh, we won by nine yesterday. We lost by six today. What are we going to do today? It's like been very consistent. The way they win is consistent. And that's why I think, I mean, I'm giving the starting pitching to the Braves, like the bullpen, Mm -hmm. maybe a toss up. I don't really know, but I'll take that Braves lineup. I'll take the Braves lineup over at, um, I'm with you, Ethan, a lot on the experience and the talent of the of the Astros. But I think just guy for guy and where the Braves are at, I just like them here. I like that lineup better. It just seems like a team of destiny. That's my biggest thing with the Braves right now. Yeah. They seem like the good guys. They seem like the guys that are going to take down the quote-unquote villains, Thanos, mm-hmm. if you would. Um, but it just, I don't know. It just feels like this brave team feels like a team of destiny. I I'll start throwing numbers out there. I, I think this is a seven game series. I think this is a very competitive seven game series. I do too. I, I, I do too. I think neither team has a fourth starter and I don't think any team in the playoffs so far has had a fourth starter. I don't think so. No, I don't think anybody has, but that's why I mean, if these guys go short, you know, it becomes this whole playoffs has really been just a big bullpen brawl for everybody. Mm-hmm. These starters are going four innings, five innings, and then it's and then it's half the game of the bullpen. And I just see, I think the bullpen, like I said, is a toss up, and I don't see these starters for either team giving up a ton of runs. I think it's just going to be a, a battle for nine innings every time they play. I could I could see seven for sure. I and you're right. I mean, the the Braves are the feel good. We like this story. And then you got the Astros who are just playing with the biggest chip on their shoulder from that I think any team has ever played with. Mm. I think you I don't know that there I don't know that there's ever been a team that has won a World Series and went through anything like that. I mean, obviously that's the biggest one of the biggest scandals in baseball, but I don't think there's ever been a team in the World Series with more of a personal chip on their shoulder to say, We're good, we're not cheaters. Like what do you what are they gonna say when we win without cheating? And that's whether they're going to tell you it's there or not, it's on everybody's mind on the Astros. Everybody. Everybody. It's just like the Dodgers probably going, fucking Mickey Mouse, let's just go win a real one, even though we think it's real, like, and we know it's real. The Dodgers are not thinking it's a fake World Series, but would they like to have won one this year and said, what can you say now? Of course. So I think the Astros are 100% in that boat, and that's a it's a tricky one if you start playing with a, a little angry chip on your shoulder versus – we're a better team. We're here to win. Let's go take care of business. Right. Just adds a little something. I guarantee you not one MLB player. If you were to ask them, do you count the 60 game season? Every single one of them counts it. Yeah. 100%. Of course. Like they, of course. they played baseball. There, there's no other thing. And like, obviously I do say this. I do think this like winning in 162 games. Of course, it's a little more impressive winning in 60 games. You still won a world series. That's really mm-hmm. impressive. No matter how you win it, unless you cheated it's it's pretty impressive and i think these guys were telling me it's harder i i owned a facility during corona that i sold in last december a year ago but i had i had musgrove was in there throwing live to guys i had eshelman was in there jordan luplo with the rays now was in there philip evans with the pirates and like every single one of them i Jake Bauer with the Indians, all those guys were telling, like, telling me they'd come in. I'd just open it up and let them do their thing. And they would all go, like, after that season, I talked to them. They're like, that was the hardest season I've ever been a part of. Like, we were on our own in a fucking batting cage that you have. Like, we makeshift this big 
that we had like 70 feet of just a big open square where we threw mounds in there and we let them go live. They would just hit and pitch live, and, which is pretty awesome. I'm standing like three feet behind home plate behind a screen where an umpire would be watching Musgrove pitch to like Luplo. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, and all of them said that they all said that was the toughest season we went from. It's, it's kind of like if you're in college and you're playing baseball and you're at a school where it snows, like you're playing. I, I met the Michigan state coach up at UCLA and, in the beginning of their spring season one year. And I said, what's up? How's it going? He's like, it's going terrible. It's been a terrible road trip for us. I'm like, why? He's like, we from Michigan. We're hitting in cages and we're hitting, doing nothing. We come out here to California where they've had sun this whole time and we're just getting freaking smoked. Like these guys are on a field all this time. And with Corona, everybody was sitting in a little facility somewhere training. And then you're supposed to go see 60 games real quick and you're supposed to be in shape. They've all said it was fucking hard, very hard. Yeah, not no. a single baseball player on the planet discounted that fucking no. season last season. No. I mean, listen, like, I hate to pop this dumbass team in here one more time because I hate fucking talking about them, but the Yankees, okay, you trying to tell me that my man Luke Voigt isn't carrying his home run crown around like it's nobody's fucking business, yeah. 22 bombs in 60 games? Oh, no, yeah. he's talking about it. That season no, fucking counts. DJ LeMay, who's batting title, 364 last season. He fucking carries that shit around. He takes that silver slugger to heart. You know what I mean? There, exactly isn't, right. there is not a single baseball player on the planet that discounted that season last season. No chance. No exactly chance whatsoever. Right. I almost did a TikTok of that, Ethan, the other day. I Googled Dodgers 2020 World Series ring, and I was going to, like, put it in the background. I'm like, I'm just looking for the Mickey Mouse logo. I see Dave Roberts' name. I see his number. I see World Series. I don't see a fucking Mickey Mouse on this motherfucker. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, dude. Yeah, what are we doing here? Dude, the <laughs> Laker, the, the NBA bubble one's even stupider because, like, so many NBA players, like Paul George, came out and said they were like, this was the hardest postseason I've ever been a part of because yeah. I, your entire routine was ruined. And yeah. they get driven by the fans. And when they're playing in just these empty little arenas, it's like, yeah. where the fuck are you playing for? You're playing for like a virtual screen in the yeah. stands. They like were it's, away yeah. from their families. Like they're, they're yeah. going, they live in fucking Disney for a month and a half. Like, dude, it yeah. counts. Have you, have I ever showed you guys the fucking shirt that I have? No, Is it like a Mouse? To mock the Mickey Mouse thing? No, yeah, yeah. The Lakers, they have yeah. a Mickey Mouse championship. I, have the fucking- I almost bought that. It's <laughs> it's such a funny shirt. Well, no, I was literally wearing it today, but I had to fucking change it because it's hot as tits in his house. Um, <laughs> this right here. Yeah. That I was. bought this shit oh, yeah. just to fucking mock these idiots that say all oh, that yeah. shit. Go ahead, little Mickey. That's beautiful. A Disney, <laughs> you know? Fuck okay, the little Mickey, okay, the little Mickey jokes are funny because uh, I like funny. making fun of LeBron. I know he's your favorite player, but I do like. Yeah, it's fine. I like you know, you're you're not the first of my friends to make fun of LeBron. I don't. So. <laughs> I respect people who like LeBron. Like I think LeBron is very good at basketball. I'm on Team MJ for this, but I, I love LeBron that he got us a title. But I'm just gonna say this: like I I think that guy's kind of a pussy sometimes. And he is kind of a pussy sometimes. Like, that's one dude, of my favorite athletes in, ever. In, in Game <laughs> Six last year, he was just like. Uh, yeah, like they were down by 15 and no, more than that. And he tried to get a Falcon on a shot and Devin Booker's just running down the court, getting a shot. And he's just on the other side doing this to the ref and like trying to, trying to like get a call. And I'm like, dude, it looks like you're fucking fisting the air trying to get a shooting foul call. Like just go play basketball. I don't think I've ever been angrier at a basketball player than I was at him that night because he was literally he, he, he looked like he I'm like, <laughs> acting like an absolute I'm like, come on. I was pissed at LeBron. We're talking about baseball. We need to talk about baseball. Fuck LeBron. <laughs> fuck the Lakers. They suck. Okay, well, I'm done talking about that shit. All right. So I like the Braves in seven. Where, where are we at with the numbers? Okay, I I see this going two ways, in two ways only. Astros in five, Braves in seven. I like that a lot. The Astros I, are either I going agree. to just annihilate them, destroy them. I, 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 I think they're going to take the first two in Houston. Atlanta takes one at home, and then Astros just finish the job. And I have this little weird thing. I, it's going to sound really stupid, but the past – seven eight world series the road team is all clinched on the, the road teams clinched yeah it's weird so 
I, I believe in those little things because it's always just how the series ends up playing out with mm. home field and all that. I think if the Astros get together, they're going to win in five. If the Braves can hang in the series, they're going to win in seven. And I think what what's going to help the Braves the most, these offenses are evenly matched. I have the Astros offense over it. But the Astros have not played a pitching staff like the Atlanta Braves. That's true. Damn. You have Charlie Morton. Who can go game three and game seven? You playing game seven, you have Charlie Morton. I'm rock, I'm rocking with the Braves all day. Mm-hmm. I know the Astros had him, they know his little tactics, but Atlanta will win game seven if they have Charlie Morton. And Max Freed, you got him for two games. Ian Anderson. Ian Anderson was great in game six. Atlanta's bullpen. At light, they've been lights out. They're gonna lights at, out. Houston's either going to rock Atlanta out of its shell or Atlanta's going to hang in there for seven games and clinch yeah, on clinch in Houston's sure. territory. Definitely. I'm going to, I'm going to give I'm going to go right in between you guys. I'm going Braves and seven, or I'll take, I'll take the Astros and six, but I'm only saying that because, because they're the Astros, but I'm 99% on Braves and seven here. I think they're going to scratch tooth and nail. I think it's, I don't, I think there may be one, five run blowout in this whole series. I think everything else is going to be, is going to be down the wire a little bit. And Chop on that, baby. Chop on baby. That's, Chop it. on. that's the boys. I'm that's telling the boys. you that place was electric. These guys are free rolling. They weren't supposed to be here. The Braves, the, the Astros are supposed to be here. They got a little more pressure. Braves are Braves are in where nobody already thought they were. That's a powerful spot to be. I think they're going to come in excited, relaxed. And I think they got a young enough, Group mixed in with some veterans that are gonna. I think they're gonna be in a really good space playing this series. I, I'm. I just feel like, and and they know that everybody except for fucking Houston in this country wants them to win. Right. <laughs> I think they just feel good. I think they feel like the favorites. I really do. They they should. There's basically. Yeah. There's yeah. there's two big reasons I really want the Braves to win. It's the Astros. Who doesn't want to see Freddie Freeman win a ring? Frederick, yeah, you know, I was going to say that. Who does not want to see Freddie Freeman win a ring? And honestly, yeah, and Acuna, Acuna, Acuna has been one of my favorite players, and I really wish he was playing. I, I would really want to see him go out there. I know he's going to win one if they win the series, but that would be really cool to have Acuna get that ring. He's, he's traveling with the team now, right? Yeah, he's been in the dugout with them and everything. That's pretty dope. Um, so listen, guys, before we end, I want to run through something real quick. Okay. I want to run through both teams. Okay. I want to go position by position and talk about where the advantages are. Okay. So I'm going to start with the, with the infielders, outfielders, then as a whole, we'll just move through pitching and relief pitching. Right. So let's start with the catchers. Okay. Darno Maldonado, who takes that? Okay. Darno has not been any hitting specialist postseason. Neither is Maldonado. Maldonado, because of the defense, you've seen he can – he's one of the best defensive catchers, and you saw it in game six. He threw a runner out. I mean, if you can limit steals and all that, I'm taking Maldonado all day. That's the that's the type of defensive catcher. Story for another time, but Salvador Perez is one of the best guys at throwing runners out, and people say he's a bad defensive catcher. He is. So, yes. You're not wrong. Stupid. Jake, what we got? Uh, I agree. I'll take Maldonado. I think you're dealing with two just – Honestly, not to make them sound like they're not good, but you're just dealing with kind of two catchers. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have a dude that's like, oh, obviously this is top five catcher. Like you're just looking at two guys and it's a coin flip. I'd take either one, but if I were building my lineup, I'd take Maldonado. Awesome. First um, base is easy. It's Frederick Freeman. I don't think you know what? Discuss much. I, 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 I'm going to take Frederick, but I don't think it's easy as it should be. To be oh honest. no, Gur- no, has been great, but. It's Frederick fucking Freeman. It is Frederick mm-hmm. fucking Freeman because we love the boy. That's the man. You, gotta say, you can't. That's the you, man. Even, that's I mean, the only, the only first baseman you can maybe pick over him is Vlad Jr., but you're still going Freddie Freeman because he's been there, done that. He's been in this league for over 10 years. He's one of the best veteran and still playing like an all-star hitters. I'm taking Freddie Freeman. He's the king. I'm game. taking Freeman over everybody in the league unless Belly's got a, got a spot start for him. <laughs> I, um, I'm so proud of Belly this postseason. If there's one thing that we met, we might have gotten knocked out in the NLCS, but seeing Belly be the best player on the team, give, give a lot of hope it, for next year, that's for sure. Yeah, it easily. warms a grown man's heart. Or I'm not a grown yes. man yet, but 
It's good to see you. Texas sure. Tech guy. Yeah, you are. Shut up. Oh, hey, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, we're hoping it's A&M, but text the backup. Yeah, sure. sure. All right, second base, Ozzy and Altuve. I think it's a toss-up, but I'm going to go Altuve here. I have Altuve because of the postseason experience. That guy's that guy's been unbelievable in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Or not, I, mean, I don't – They've done the graphics. They've it's shown that he actually cheated the least amount. Like he, they showed graphics yeah. of percentage of players using the trash can, mm-hmm. and Altuve is just a good. He's a good discipline hitter. You can't. That's that goes beyond a trash can, right? Like, give me Altuve. Let me take Albies. I'm gonna take Albies here. Okay, yeah, I respect. I, like it. I respect okay. it. I just like Albies it. is not great. You, again, not a no real reason. I just got a feeling he's going to have a great series. I think he's going to do some damage. I think Altuve, he's not coming off a great series, and he's, you know, he, I think he had what what he didn't have a great series. Um, now Albies is winning World Series MVP. Yeah, yeah, that's it, dude. If I fucking said it with, for no reason, it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just I got Albies there. As, again, both very good. Altuve, like you said, makes sense, experience, and he's. Proven, but I just like all these here. All right, short stop. Dansby with the beautiful hair and Mr. Correa. I'm gonna go Correa. Correa. Yeah. Correa. I don't think I don't think Dansby's great, but Correa is one of the best postseason shortstops. I I don't. I, I will take I will take the I'll take the runs that Correa is going to produce over the runs that Swanson's going to save. Yeah, agree. All day long. Mm-hmm. All right. To third base, Austin Riley, Young Thick, Austin Riley versus probably probably the man I hate the most in baseball. I got to be honest with you guys, Alex Bregman. Really? Um, yeah, I fucking hate Alex Bregman, dude. I think he's just got like <laughs> the one interview that he did after the cheating scandal when he was. Just, oh, that was the fakest shit I've ever Sorry. seen. You know, we're just gonna come out yeah. here and play again next year. Literally, like fifteen consecutive questions. I just think he's a piece of shit, dude. I, I love those videos that were. Um, what's an acting performance that was so good? You um. <laughs> Or what's the, yeah. that you thought it was acting and it was uh, Alex Bregman's apology. He's he's 99% the reason that I hated their whole apology as a team. Agreed. Yeah, Al Tubes was pretty out, bad too. Same. Him and well, him and Correa, I think Correa. Uh, Correa's interview with Ken Rosenthal was awful. horrible. That I do like too. I do like how Correa Correa's my favorite Astro. I do like how he's bounced back from everything and like he's he's been he's been good with the media ever since that interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's a good dude. I mean, that's the bottom line. Like you look at all these guys, like who you are as a person is not who you are on a, on a team. Like you're getting paid no. millions of dollars to do something. Your whole team found a way to cheat. Everybody's doing it. You're like, "All right, well, I guess this is it." Like they're probably all a bunch of good dudes that were in a bad spot, and that's fine. But I'm on uh, – yeah, we're all on Team Riley there for sure. I'm a young fig, baby. That's the man. That is that's the it. fucking man. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> left field. Is that Tucker? Tucker playing left? I don't actually know this. I just it's know like, It's like, is it Tucker or your Don playing left? I'm going to put, I'm gonna put your Don out there for the sake of it. Okay. All right. I'm going to put your Don out end. there for the sake of it. Um, is that – I had Tucker's and right. Tucker's and right. Yeah. So you're done. And is it Rosario? Duvall, or... I think. Duvall's playing center. It's Jock. Oh, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's Rosario and left. Yeah. And then Jock. And oh, right. it is. I remember it's, it's, he it's, made a couple, he made a couple it's him. plays and they're like, Oh fuck, here we go. Rosario and left. I mean, Jesus, man, I, I gotta be honest here, guys. These, these are two of the hottest postseason hitters, but I don't think there's a man better in the playoffs right now than Jordan Alvarez. I gotta be honest. I'm going Rosario because of defense. I have never seen a man barrel up so many balls. Than Jordan does. He just hits the fucking ball hard like it's nobody's business. Yeah. He's, his bat's got to be illegal. <laughs> you <laughs> see the, guys, man, it's like they're swinging? sitting up there. It's like 99 is 89 to them, and you're just like, what is going on? How are you seeing the ball that well? He is he is wild. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take I'm gonna take the Astros left fielder. Who is he? Uh, Jordan. Jordan. I'm, I'm taking, that, I'm that's taking what I'm Jordan. I'm talking about. I'm taking Jordan. I'm, I'm going Rosario. I, I think – I think when you watch Rosario through that series, it's like it's almost like like when you're playing the Chiefs and you got Patrick Mahomes, like you're going to focus around Patrick Mahomes more than right. anyone else on the team. And I think they're breaking down that whole series of Rosario and all his at bats and they're figuring out how to not let him kill them right now. And I think I'm gonna go the other way on that. 
I don't think Rosario has. I don't think he has as good of a, a World Series, even close, to be honest with you, as he did a championship series right there. But your Don, man, I just, oh, dude, I love. That's my favorite Astro. I fucking love watching your Don hit. He, it incredible. wasn't on the cheating part. That's so. true. Yeah, he was the year after. Um, mm-hmm. all right, center field. Center field is Duvall Brantley. and uh, like Jake. Oh, Brantley and Duvall. Brantley and Duvall. I'm taking Brantley. I gotta be honest. I'm a big Brantley guy. Brantley's a more consistent hitter, even though he's a cheater. But I'm taking Brantley. Oh, he wasn't on the 2017 team. That's right. He what, was did he, guy what, did he finish, what did he finish this year? Up to three something. I know he was leading. The league he always always finishes in the three something. Yeah. Well, Yuli led the league in average. Yeah, which is that's crazy. True. That's you know? true. I'm taking Brantley. I yeah, I'm like taking Brantley. Brantley. And then Kyle Tucker for right field for me. Kyle Tucker and Pearl Easy. Jock. Yo, I gotta be honest, guys. I think I need to order some pearls. <laughs> I, think I, I think yeah, I think I need to go on Amazon right now. How much are they? Some pearls. I don't know. I'm gonna search it up after the game. I think I gotta get some. <laughs> yeah, I would. That would be I'm fucking sure incredible. I'm just gonna rock the pearls all day. You yeah, know? just like Jackie like P. Um, yeah, I might have to also. All right. As so much, as much as I'd like to go with Jack, I gotta you gotta go with Tucker. Yeah, because Tucker's fucking beast. Tucker's pitching. Tucker. Are we doing pitching now? Yeah, I mean, it's just really just a category. I mean, starting pitching, I'm giving it to the Braves. I got um, Braves bullpen and Braves. Um, I have rotation. Braves pen. I think Braves pen is super tight with the Astros pen, though. Yeah, I got Braves Braves starting pitching, and then I got just a toss up there in the in the pen. It's, it's close. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to expect. Matzik to just keep doing what he's been doing. Yeah, and he's such a staple. He's such a staple that if he doesn't do what he's been doing, then it's going to be interesting to see what other guys might have to do if they get a little mm. bigger load. They'll they'll give him a heavy role with facing guys like Brantley and Tucker mm-hmm. and Alvarez. He'll have yeah. a he'll have a heavy duty with that for yeah, sure. Like yeah, he'll he'll get that he'll get that mid to late inning relief where he's seeing the two three four hitters. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting yeah, for sure. All right, so we ran through everything. That's the World Series preview. Another episode mm-hmm. with the fellas in the books. Fellas, thanks for coming on. Really Thank you. you guys. Thanks for having us, Sam. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Go Braves. Chop on. Chop on, go baby. Go the the on, baby. Let's go. Let's go. All right, guys. Thanks All right, for boys. listening. We'll see you next week.